Sometimes I like to imagine the world after us, the strange mammals that will emerge, the abundance of biodiverse plant life taking over our fields and factories and so on. I don't think this world will be better. I maintain that we are the most interesting thing to happen on Earth, and there is real beauty and meaning in our curiosity and compassion, even as we also cause and witness so much suffering. But at any rate, there will be a world after us, after each of us. And that's why there's life insurance. It exists to provide a financial safety net to those who love and count on you. Policy Genius's technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. So save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Policy Genius. Because there will be a world without us. And welcome to Dear Hank and John. Well, as I like to call it, oh boy, so bad already. What? Where did the well come from? Well, <laughs> or as I like to think of it, Dear Catherine and Hank. It's a comedy podcast where two brothers and occasionally, instead, two married people uh, answer your questions, give you dubious advice, and bring you all the week's news from both Mars and AFC Wimbledon. And today we're joined by my wife, Catherine Green, because my brother... John Green is still feeling real bad. My wife. My wife. <laughs> so. Wow. Um, yeah, hey, it's me, Catherine Green. I'm back again yeah, to step just... in when John Green comes up short. <laughs> um, <laughs> is, uh... <laughs> through no fault of his own. No, yeah. Is, is, so um, this is your third time? I don't know. I think it is. I don't have memories of yeah. the time <laughs> before I was now. Yeah, you are. You have a child. <laughs> like as as... I'm so in the moment, and also in the future. Yeah. Um, the past is is nothing to you. It is nothing. I remember nothing. Um, um just what just whatever we took photos of. Yeah. And saved photos of. Thank goodness. Oh yeah. Um, it's been a, we've been I've been collecting all of the pictures. Hank's been on an epic quest. Our life. They're on hard drives, they're on phones, they're on different people's computers, they're on old computers and new computers and Picasa and Yahoo Images, Flickr is what I mean, and they're on Google Photos and they're on iPhoto and they're they're on Dropbox, they're everywhere and I'm getting all into one place it's, and it has been weeks. Yeah, weeks. It and is, I mean, it's been like every spare moment too which yeah. are not there are not many of but like yeah Catherine's like what are you doing and I'm like just uploading another directory <laughs> like, okay <laughs> who knew it was gonna be this difficult and I mean I took a lot of pictures in our life yeah it's been it's been over a decade since the digital camera thing started right. yeah and and it's very clear in my photo archives <laughs> when I got my first digital camera. It was it's very obviously 2002, 2003 when yeah. suddenly it's like, oh, I went from like having 100 pictures a year to having like 10,000, oh. not 10,000, but a lot. And over, over 30,000 pictures I have uploaded. Whew. And now and when I finish, 
It's your job to decide which ones we keep and get rid of. I'm so looking forward to deleting. Um, <laughs> I like getting rid of things. It is one of my the chief joys of my life. So yeah. um, this is like changing... my Christmas present. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I got you. I got you, go. you these 50,000 photographs. Delete whichever ones you want. The <laughs> life-changing magic of tidying up my Google photos. <laughs> Tried <laughs> and true. This is a good present for a Catherine. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, I figured out what I want for Christmas. Oh, thank God. I know. I hate you. you are Um, the worst so so one one thing i I are i have like dropped you several hints i know some are way more uh have you dropped me hints for what you want oh yeah oh no some are way more possible than others but um i don't have any idea what hints you (laughs) dropped I guess there was that one yesterday that was that a hint or was that just you showing me an instagram that you liked She's making a face. I don't know. I don't. I think that was just me showing you an Instagram. But, um, you know, you can always. I don't know. Yeah. D- that's a good way to start. So, so here's my hint. Um, Wait, uh, you're gonna hint to me <laughs> what present you want? Ugh. I I carry around in my pockets two different things, uh-huh. and I want it to be one thing. Oh. All right. However, Pro- however, you can solve that problem. Well, it's challenging when you like change phones. Hey, when you have when I you have a new phone every three months. It's not my fault. It wasn't. I have had the same phone for two and a half years. I got a new one. It died in two months. I don't know what happened to it. I dropped it, and then th- six hours later, it was like, you know what? I won't do anymore anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm done with all things. <laughs> I will exist. <laughs> I am now a slightly or reflective. Will I? Yeah. Right. If a, if, a, yeah. if a phone isn't a phone, yeah, is the, it a phone? No. That phone just had an existential crisis and it gave up. It did. Committed uh, suicide, I guess. Yeah. And I was really loving it, too. Mm. So uh, I, I feel as if I cannot endorse that phone anymore because it just stopped working. Well, it's a good thing that um, Google sent you this other one. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I am in the fortunate position of having Google occasionally send me a Google Pixel because they're like, hey, we want you to enjoy this phone, which I do very much, except for when it just didn't turn on anymore. And I don't know what to do. Yeah. I probably can, like, I fi- I finally found the little barcode so I can take it to the Verizon store and be like, this broke. And right. But I couldn't find that barcode and they won't do anything if you don't have it. But I have it now. Now I just have to find time to go to the Verizon store, which is like the worst place. Yeah, nobody, I, want, I, I, nobody I, wants No offense to if you that. work at the Verizon store. I'm sure lots of people do. But the Verizon store, there are a number of them in Missoula, but mostly there's this one. There was like a sign ordinance. This this is it. Oh, wow. We are going off on a tangent, so there's y'all. So there's a sign ordinance. Here we go. On this road Follow in us Missoula. Along. And it says like your sign can't be bigger than X. You know, this this wide and this tall, this aspect, aspect ratio. Welcome to the fascinating content you have signed up for. <laughs> And so instead of making a bigger sign, they turned the entire Verizon store into a sign. Yeah, it's basically the whole building, neon, like the whole facade of the neon, building. It's like a black building with red neon around everything. And I just, it's so gauche. And it is, I hate it is it. disgusting. And it's yeah. not like it's a nice part of town. It's where like the McDonald's is. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, like it. But still, I, every time I would drive by, and it used to be this cute little grocery store. Yeah, well, it wasn't a cute little grocery store. It was a but... disgusting little grocery store. <laughs> it was. It hadn't <laughs> been a cute little grocery store for many, many, many years. Yeah. Possibly it, decades. It, it had, was it, like a yeah. 
it was terrifying kind of corner right that was overgrown and yeah. you know it was like half someone's house and half someone's cheese mart yeah now it's a terrible verizon store so progress yeah enough is enough <laughs> I don't know why that one got me so hard. <laughs> enough is enough. Um, welcome to welcome to 2017. Enough is enough. Tagline. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter what side of the you're, you're on. That's what that's what everybody feels you like. Just had enough. <laughs> Everybody's had enough, which is too bad because we've all had enough of each other's enough. Oh boy, and, and we would like more, and but that's enough for everyone else. There really isn't. Oh, there, yeah, yeah mm. there is no. What were we talking about? I don't know. We got we're, on phones. Uh, we did. We haven't even gotten to. So how are you doing, well, Hank? That's, this was how I'm doing. Okay. Yeah, I was going to tell you about my photo, <laughs> my photo system, um, and I am. But I'm you didn't very, ask me how I'm I was very doing. excited to to get done with it. Well, how are you doing? And also, do you want me to get you anything for Christmas? Oh my God! Wow. What is? I it? don't. I don't know if what. Wait. What are you? What were the hints? I can't believe I missed the hints. Oh. Was it travel? Because you've hinted at some travel, but so have I. Because yeah. I would like to go away. Because it gets awful here in the winter. Yeah. I mean, the place I want to go uh, is maybe not. Well, I don't know. Uh, there's there's a variety of ways this could happen, but um. I'd like to go see They Might Be Giants. Mm-hmm. And they're not coming through here, but they are going on like a tour of everywhere. They're touring again this yeah. year. Um, so that was that was on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, however, we can make that happen. And, uh, you know, that's the major one. Yeah. Um, eh. Also, how am I doing? I just got a massage for the first time in like hey. two and a half months. So that nice. was okay. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas, me. I set set it up for me. <laughs> and you. Yes, I got one too. And my baby. Yeah, my baby. We got a little baby massage for the baby. We all got work done the, this morning. That's the life that we live. <laughs> Our baby gets a massage. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I did find a short poem. Oh, did you? Yeah. It's, Good for you. It's uh, by William Wordsworth. Perhaps you have heard of him. Mm-hmm. I like how his last name has the word words in it. Right? Yeah. And worth. Mm-hmm. Like words are worth. Yeah. Something. Is that guys. his real name? I don't know. I don't know anything about William Wordsworth except that he's a poet of a certain era, po- possibly romantic. Um, seventeen seventy was when he was born, mm. and then he died in seventeen seventy two. No, I made that up. Wow, that's he's <laughs> <laughs> a prolific little two year old. Um, so sad, though. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, I knew God. I was going to make you sad. I knew I was going to make you sad. When I, as soon as I made that joke, I was like, oh, why did I do that? Are you thinking about maybe William Wordsworth dying? Yeah, baby two-year-old William Wordsworth dying. <laughs> anyway, should I get to it? Yeah, okay. While you, while you look up who William Wordsworth well, was? Well, it seems that it's his actual last name. So at least that's That's all you wanted to know. Okay, yeah. it's called, it, I, I believe the title of it is To a Child. Oh, I don't know. Small service is true service while it lasts. Of humblest friends, bright creature, scorn not one. The daisy, by the shadow that it casts, protects the lingering dewdrop from the sun. Mm. It was good in short. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Something happens when people start saying poetry and it just turns my mind off. It's like the words hit 
buttons in like the reset button in my brain that style is yeah. particularly challenging yeah um, you have to spend time looking at it yeah so uh, you know come back to it or don't whatever it's fine <laughs> yeah that was my poem for the day Thank should we answer much. some questions hank this that, is an advice oh, podcast uh about death that's a fantastic idea it's been like 10 minutes <laughs> okay <laughs> this first question comes from arthur who asks dear hank and john what am i supposed to do with the cereal crumbs and bits that are left at the end of the bag box of cereal mm. i like that it's a bag box because there is a bag in the box and also it can just be a bag i can't pour them in with the rest of the cereal that will ruin the cereal and the milk not water yeah not water John's not here. Experience by making everything way too sweet or adding weird texture. I can't throw them away because that's wasteful and this stuff is expensive. What did my mom do with those bits when I was a kid? <laughs> that's a good, I mean, that's I'm a great question, mom. but I do have a suggestion. It was what? She just just nommed them while you weren't around. Yeah, She's just yeah. like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. Here's a minute. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> You're just <laughs> pouring them right down her throat, probably. That's the only, because the only, t- only time she ever has to eat is like whenever there's food nearby. Yeah. Just pour the cereal <laughs> dust into my mouth to sustain me for another hour. Yeah. Um. Call your mom and tell her you love her. <laughs> I'm specifically talking about Quaker oatmeal squares, the king of cereals, but Agreed. your answer, they are very good. Your answer may have slightly more universal applications. Please help me. Please help bring peace to my mind. There are enough things to worry about at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. First of all, don't worry about this. Also, there are too many things to worry about. We have to stop worrying about things. Yeah. I mean, can I not have opinion on this? What I mean, do you, I, mean I could tell you what I do with them. I pour them into the milk and I eat it. And yeah. it's like, oh, this this bowl of cereal was different than the rest of my bowls of cereal. Right. You know, it's you variety. just treat it you just treat it as like a different experience. Like yeah. these are left. There is the challenge of like, can I separate these from the and with oatmeal squares you kind of can because you can like pull out the things that are whole, mm-hmm. finish that, then put the, the dust in. Right. And then it's like porridge instead yeah, of you cereal. Make it porridge. Well, and the thing, like for frosted mini wheats, then you really, they get really sweet because it's all the sugar bits that fell off. I and throw then it's that like, away. That is, that is some sugary milk I just made. Yeah. But oatmeal squares are different because they're not, they're consistent throughout. Um, so you basically so su- make an oatmeal square porridge. So I have suggestions if you don't want to just trash them or put them down your incinerator. Um, granola. I don't know. Yeah, mix, mix them in with, with your granola. granola. It's already, the texture is already weird in there. Uh huh. Um, uh, squirrel food. Squirrel food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Squirrels will love our Do you like birds, birds or maybe? squirrels? Maybe they'll eat it. Just encourage the rodents and things to come to your house. No. It's like Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they'll be friends and make you a dress later. Yeah. Do you know the difference between porridge and gruel? I do, yes. Because we were talking about it the other day. Yes, but I probably would have been able to tell you the difference earlier than that. Apparently, gruel... Is drinkable. Yeah, it's like a liquid. It's yeah. like a thin liquid yeah. soup. Sounds bad now that it, now that Well, yeah, you know, it's not the the king of cereals. It's certainly not. And also it is called gruel. Which right. was maybe like bad branding decision. Yeah. Who came up with that one? Interesting, like that the word for it is so unappetizing. Gruel. Mm, it's grueling. But, and, yeah, and I feel I kind of feel the same way about all all of the the hot wets of the cereal kingdom. Uh, like oatmeal, like I just have not yet been able to get behind oatmeal. 
and I'm 37 years old. So I feel like I'm getting into the stage of my life where I should be more of an oatmeal kind of person. Mm. But I just can't get there. But I, I am now to the point where I can have like muesli and yogurt. Like I can do that and well, I'm, I'm happy. not warm. No. But soft? like, yeah, as soon as it's warm, I'm like out. Warm cereals. I'm out, out the door. Maybe I need another 10 years and then I'll be a warm cereal guy. I feel like it is, it's something that happens to people as they get older. My dad's always eating warm cereal. Is he? No, he does the same thing you do. He eats <laughs> granola and yogurt. Maybe, maybe it's genetic. I remember, I remember a lot of oatmeal happening when I was. Anyway, anyway, should we move on? This is an interesting discussion about what breakfast foods you like. <laughs> Let's answer another question. You're cruel, dear Hank and John. <laughs> I am currently working as an assistant English teacher in Japan. The experience is great, but as I don't speak Japanese very well, my way of making friends usually consists of looking interested while people talk at me and nodding my head and making aha noises. Recently, <laughs> though, this method has, as I found out later, resulted in one of the art teachers at my school offering to do a portrait of me to give to my mom. And you agreed to this. Well, you, you know, You nodded your head and said, uh-huh. I'm, all, I'm of course flattered, but also slightly afraid. I don't usually like renditions of myself. <laughs> that Okay. Yeah. But even more worryingly, I especially don't want to give a portrait of myself as a gift to anyone, no matter the quality. And then there's that old saying that has been running through my mind of how the fastest way to lose a friend is to paint them. Wow, that's not a saying I've ever heard. No. Any and all questionable advice will be greatly appreciated. See you later. Ada. Oh, yeah. I wait. So the fastest way to lose a friend is to paint them. That would not result in me losing a friend because everyone would be like, of course, that looks terrible. Hank has <laughs> painted one thing, Hanklerfish, and only them. <laughs> It'd be like, everyone is a fish. That's how you start. And then it's like, yeah. And then it's like, so you have eyes, right? Glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Put on your glasses and what? a stripy shirt because you wear stripy shirts. Yeah. Sometimes. What's your distinguishing feature? I couldn't. Tell you a single thing. In your hair with a ponytail. Right, yeah. yeah. Anglerfish um, with a ponytail. Anyway, Ada, I think... You got... you. Well, I mean, you. I feel like you got to sit for a portrait. Yeah. That this sounds cool. Just, just take this as like an interesting experience you're going to have. Mm -hmm. Whether or not you give it to your mom is your decision once they give it to you. Yeah. But and if you also, don't, your mother would love a portrait of I you. I think that, would, that might be really nice. Like you're in Japan. Where's your mom? She's not with you all the time. She wants to see your face. Yeah. Especially painted by a Japanese artist. I know. That sounds like such a cool present. It sounds like a pretty cool present. And if your mom doesn't want it, maybe you just send it to me. <laughs> send it to Hank and John Green. No. Well, That's okay. You can take a cell phone picture of it, though, and send it to hankandjohn at gmail.com. We will we would put like it to on see the it. Patreon if, that's, <laughs> if you're interested in sharing uh, the portrait that comes out of this. Yes, we would like to put it on the Patreon for others to see. Do you feel like if someone asks to paint you that there's more coming along with that request than just I would like to paint you? Like, is it is it a Titanic situation? I don't know. There's so many uh, ways this could go. I don't know. She doesn't say anything. She doesn't say that there's anything, any concern in that department. Who I'm, the art <clears throat> teacher is right. or what her relationship with this person is. Other than like, that, like, is this person flirting with you and you're just not sure because, you know, yeah, language you and cultural it. barriers? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like if I. Something, I mean, you know, if you don't feel comfortable with it. Oh, yeah, don't do obviously it. Obviously, don't do it. But, like, if it just seems like an innocent, I'm this person is interested in making a facial study. 
Yeah. Like, because you probably, I don't know, may don't look like the person that the people that this this art teacher sees all the time. Yeah. So maybe they just want a different a different face to look at. Um I don't I don't I think you know, obviously up to you, but if it was me, I'd do it. Yeah. Yeah. The end. The end. This next <clears throat> question comes from Brooke who asks, "Dear Hank and John, it is winter, which means that it is cold. So cold that I am reminded of that scene in Star Wars where Luke is walking in the frozen tundra and then he cuts open the inside of an animal and just like gets in to keep warm. How cold does it have to be where this is okay?" <laughs> Babbling Brooke. Babbling Brooke. Oh, that's good. I like it because it is. She's kind of babbling. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I got had a lot of thoughts about opening up a tauntaun. How cold does it have to be for it to be okay to cut open it? Well, first of all, I think the tauntaun died. It the di- tauntaun had already died of exhaustion exposure or, or exhaustion. Yeah. yeah um, which seems unlikely to me. Like, right. ta- how is Luke Luke, Luke still would die alive. first. Yeah. This was like pre-Jedi, like... Strengthening. Also, aren't lightsabers hot? Like, can't you just like huddle up with your lightsaber? Mm. If you have a lightsaber, doesn't that keep, couldn't that keep you warm? Couldn't you like just cut, just like get like warm your hands on it? I don't know. I man. don't know. I've never. T- I've never. I know nothing a about the physics of lightsabers, that given that they, they are fictional. I know that when they touch people, the people get burned. Yeah, so real. You'd think that they'd hot. Yeah, you'd think that also, they'd hot. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it cauterizes the wound and sometimes the people bleed. I think it's interesting that like Star Wars lightsaber wounds often don't bleed because there's so little blood in Star Wars. And that's sort of like one of the ways that there's sort of more kid content, mm. that there isn't as much bleeding. And like lightsabers and blasters don't tend to leave blood, except for some reason in the cantina on Mos- in the Mos- Isley spaceport, when they cut off that guy's arm, it bleeds hmm. in the first one. But that was like early on. So yeah, maybe, maybe it was just a different body alien. type. Yeah, alien physiology. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how <laughs> anyway? How cold does it have to be where this is okay? Uh, I mean, I think that if if it's life or death, I don't know. It's up to you. But I'd kill an animal to live, and that includes crawling into the bowels of a beast of burden. This is the thing, you know. You just never know. You get in these situations, right? What sort of you're gonna nasty find... things you will find yourself to be capable yeah, of. Yeah, you're gonna find out about yourself. Yeah, the those. <laughs> mm. Yep, that's why you just don't put yourself in that situation. That's right. You yeah, gotta... you don't need to, you don't need to be out there in the cold where that is okay. Yeah. Um, we we have gotten <laughs> to this point in human yeah cultural evolution where that is not necessary. Yeah. Like, don't go helicoptering to the top of a mountain. Oh, yeah. And then, like, get left there by yourself so yeah. that you, yeah. No, it's that's not good. It's unnecessary. Not good. It's not good for you, and it's not good for the bison that you're ultimately going to cut open and sleep inside of. <laughs> no, I mean, like, also, are there wildlife up there? No, because they they freaking know. They left. Yeah. They're out. They're not up there. <laughs> they know that's not a place for peeps to be. <laughs> don't be up there, peeps. Correct. So, yeah. Um, two. Cold for you is how cold? Too cold. Too cold. Don't go to places where it's too cold and it won't be a problem. <laughs> also, warm yourself on your lightsaber if it comes to that. Yeah, do not do. Do not do. All right, this question comes from Twitter. Thank you for sending in your Twitter question. Dear Hank and Catherine, 
My future wife and I want to build a tiny house for ourselves. Is this a good idea or just a load of crap? <laughs> <laughs> I am a man in a cup, Joe. Um, what? I don't necessarily get your name specific sign off, but uh, maybe somebody else will. Sure. I uh, I do I do feel like people come down on on one of those two sides. Like tiny houses are a point of opinion inflection where people are either like, I get it and I want to live inside of a place where when I sit up, I hit my head on the roof <laughs> versus people who are like, oh, my God, Why? stop, get yeah. over this weird. And so I, I mean, I think the motivation is good. It's like simplifying your life. Right. I don't need all this extraneous thing. Yeah, and also like the challenge of like feet building then. one. Yeah. I could see being interesting just because you're like, how do I Learned get about- all the things that normally are in a normal sized house mm-hmm. into a tiny house? Yeah. Um, and also you get to learn about plumbing and electricity and carpentry and all those things like without right. having to build a whole house. Right. And, and ruining a whole house. Or yeah, ruining <laughs> without ha- without ruining a whole house or a whole house's worth of lumber. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> totally. It's like a practice house. Yeah, totally. You just practice on this one, and then if it's you just take it to the dump. Sorry about the S word. <laughs> yeah, and it's already on a trailer, uh, yeah. so you can just drive it there and scrape it off. Uh, and that was only no, 10 no, months No, no, you should deconstruct life. it and, you know, reuse the lumber and whatever. Right, yeah, take it to home things. resource. Yeah. Um, I... Is it a lo- I mean, I think it is l- limited viability for yeah. people. Um, some people can totally do it and cool, whatever. That's 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 fine for them. Um, some people live in the woods. What? Yeah. I mean, the, the thing that has always seemed a little weird to me is like if you want to live in a tiny space, they exist. They're apartments and their trailers and their like mobile yes. home like there's lots of tiny but like there's something about the tiny house mm. that is like appealing it's to a, it's a, our a spot in, yeah. a, in my mind that is not actually doesn't actually correspond with how I would like to live yeah it's just something that I like to look at and think about rather than something that I would like to be a part of and actually have it be part of my life like I like to have yeah, especially now that we have a child it's like an like, imaginary space you know yeah. where you can like it's sort of like this like magical TARDIS place mm-hmm. yeah and it is and like I love looking at them and like dwell or whatever and like sure, watching yeah. tiny house hunters but you know I'm aware that this is not actually a lifestyle that I would enjoy living yeah and I I think it's try it out first yeah, Before maybe. you go through the whole thing of like buying one and building it and whatever. I bet you can VRBO a tiny house. Yeah. Yeah. And also there's challenges like mm, legally, logistically and things like you got to find a place to put you it find a place and all to that put it. stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, there, there's already houses on all the normal house places. And what is your motivation? Like, why, why do you want to do this? Like, do you want to limit your consumption? Mm-hmm. What? Why? I think you should investigate your motivations for 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 yep. this impulse. Um, and also, how tiny is tiny? I have a friend actually who's <laughs> building a tiny house apartment community. So yeah. it's six tiny houses. Uh-huh. They don't share walls, but they're not that tiny. They're five hundred square feet, which is how big my first apartment was. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of tiny houses are like a hundred square feet or one hundred and fifty square feet, which is just like ridiculous. Literally, like flatbed. Trailer, yeah. Yeah. flatbed truck sized. Yeah. yeah, and whereas this is like, yeah, it's a 500 square foot ap- apartment. Like, mm-hmm. that's a way that lots of people live. Yeah. 
Um, or like fitting a tiny house into a shipping container has always been very appealing to me. Like, ah, this this house fits in a shipping container. How mm-hmm. neat. But I've gone to visit some of those and I'm like, uh, how how does this work? And they're like, it's actually pretty expensive because shipping containers aren't cheap. They're yeah. made of steel. Like yeah. they're extremely sturdy well, yeah, boxes like, made of steel. Going through all the thing of like retrofitting that, yeah. it's not easy because no. it's not done a lot. And so, right. you know, anything that's done more than once is easier. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's why we we do these conveyor belt things, mm-hmm. style things. But right, it's I a, don't know. I, I I'm I can I not have an opinion on this oh, one? You, yeah, and I don't either. Like you can do whatever <laughs> you want. Like, like that's what we're coming down yeah, but, but on is, this uh, question. But about... I think that, but hopefully we are helping people develop develop an opinion. Our next question comes from Les, who asks, "Dear Hank and Catherine, what happens if I have a kid and it doesn't like dog? What do I do about the kid? <laughs> what do I do about the kid?" <laughs> Oh, what if it doesn't like dogs? First of all, is your dog's name Dog? Yeah. Or is it just, or was it a typo? Probably a typo. But I like it better in a world where it's just dog. (laughs) What do I, if I have a kid and it doesn't like dog? It's just like a panic. Like it's just, and I understand like, yeah. What if it doesn't like dog? What if it doesn't like dog? Here's here's a tip. I had, my nephew was um, very, very allergic to animals when Mm. he was first born. And he loved dog and cat. And bird and all, all an animal, but he <laughs> he was really really allergic to them. So they just had to wait, and you know, eventually he kind of grew out of the allergies. But you know, you, there's there's time mm-hmm. in your life to learn to love dog. Yeah, and also if they don't, you know, every person is a different person. That's right. And you can't force your child to be anything. Right. Here's here's <laughs> that what it I does will not want to be. Tell you from wh- having watched a lot of people who had dogs and then had kids, is that the dog becomes less important to you. Oh yes. <laughs> I mean, you still like, love this dog. Yeah. But you are. It is not top of the pack anymore. Yeah. And maybe you don't love it all that much for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for a while it's like, how on earth am I supposed to take care of this and this? <laughs> Why are you still, can't you take care of yourself? You're a fully grown animal. Yeah. Can I mean, you some, stop peeing on the carpet? Right. Some people are totally capable of like expanding their hearts to fill, mm-hmm. to to yeah. to en- anything. But some people aren't and that's fine too. You know, you can only do as much as you want. But once right. you have a baby, that's the priority. You got to recognize that but so, if, yeah if you have a kid and doesn't like dog though you can keep dog like they, they, yeah. you could have things in your house that your kid doesn't like we oh. have a ton of them oh yeah like Do well we? no he seems to like everything he doesn't really like yeah doesn't, what doesn't he like um he doesn't like he, sometimes he doesn't like getting his butt wiped right no he doesn't yeah he doesn't like the washcloth that we wipe his face with right yes he does not like face wiping but uh, that's he, not like a thing probably the like the thing in his house that he the, he is most like uh has both positive and feel- negative feelings toward like the largest like the thing that he has the largest negative feelings toward is us Oh yeah, totally. Because we're right. always trying to make him do stuff he doesn't right. want to do. Right, everything like most things, he's either indifferent like to us. or he loves them. Jeez. But us, he like loves and also hates. I wouldn't say hate, but yeah. tolerates with. I mean, sometimes he's pretty upset. Oh. It's such a sad face. No, oh, I know. When I'm like, dude, I just have to do all the bedtime stuff. You yep. gotta sit through the bed. I know your butt do hurts. The bedtime stuff. He's got some bad diaper rash this week. Gotta wipe his. It looks so much better today. It does. It does. Um, he, everything's <laughs> gonna be fine, guys. Our baby's butt is good. 
Um, here's a question from Michael. Dear brothers of Clan Green or wife and uh-huh. husband of Clan Green, I like to walk around on campus when it is dark. I enjoy it because it is peaceful and not many people are out and about. I naturally walk faster than most. So when there's another person, I would normally walk past them, but I don't want to freak them out by making it feel like I am approaching them. But. But if I slow down and we're going the same general direction, Uh then it seems like I'm following them. What do I do? Pavo mediocre salvete. You know, I looked that up. Michael, and I don't, I'm sorry about my Latin. I do not do Latin I, Well, I, I looked it up, and Google also can't handle this, because Google said it meant peacock regarding goodbye. Good. <laughs> so I don't know what it actually means. Probably unless not that one. Michael meant to say peacock regarding goodbye. Huh. Um, I don't know. That's all I got for you in terms of the sign-off. In terms of the question. Right. Here's what you do. Just turn. <laughs> just like, I'm going to walk across the walk, the leaves now. Yeah, right. Just if you're Into just, a hedge. Dude, if you're just taking a walk, you can go any direction you want. That's right. Yeah, like, no, I do this all the time where I'm like, I feel awkward. This yeah. person knows I'm here but doesn't want to turn around to look at me, so I'm just going to go into the woods. <laughs> That's not that's not creepy at all. Just he disappeared. Where did he go? He was right there. He was right behind me. Where did the strange man go? Did he go into the bush? Other to, other to hide? Other solution. Are you, you can go with yours, but I have another solution. Wait, what is what I said just turn? Yeah. Yeah. First solution. Yeah. I have another solution. Okay. Rollerblades. Uh right. I mean there's nothing less threatening. <laughs> <laughs> like, you cannot be like, oh, here comes a guy on rollerblades. Better get out my mace. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <sighs> I don't know. But the thing is, on rollerblades, people know that you're not approaching that. Like, people know that you're going to be passing them because you have wheels. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You got the rocket feet. God. And there is something really non-threatening about a guy on rollerblades, especially if they're like uh, like hockey skates or uh, like not like if they're like trick skates. Maybe like that guy maybe looks a, a little, little bit, bit cool, yeah. Like and he might he might, but like if you're like doing got skates that are just for like skating. if you got them fitness skates on, yeah, fitness skates. Mm, yeah, fitness skates. <laughs> Nothing sexier. <laughs> Which is the only kind I've ever had. Uh-huh. Oh man, I love rollerblading. I know it's just not possible here it in the Montana. In we Montana. got we got bad weather and bad sidewalks. Yeah, because, because of, of the, the bad, bad weather. weather. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I I have not. I see people around try doing it, but I'm like, that's got to be just. Yeah, yeah. What a nightmare. Oh um, man. I think we can, we can have that one out of the park. <laughs> uh, I I but Uh-oh. like yes, this is like a legit fear that I have that I'm freaking people out by walking up behind them. Yeah. Because I'm like tall and big guy. Right. Yeah, totally. Yes. Yeah. I don't necessarily feel this. I mean, I maybe I have felt the the other way where I'm like, what's that person behind me doing? <laughs> yeah. What are they doing? Um, but generally, I just don't care about it. <laughs> um, and I just wanted to say that Michael uh, said that his girlfriend Jen is a huge fan, and we should say hi. Hi, Jen. How are you? Hi, Jen. I'm Hank's wife. You don't really probably care about me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a sub surrogate, John. 
This next question comes from Hannah, who asks, Dear Hank and John, the other day I was having a conversation with my friend, and she started telling me something that I had originally told her. She stated beforehand that she had heard it from someone but didn't remember who, so it's not like she was, like, stealing my anecdotal facts. But I was not sure how I should proceed. I ended up just sitting there and listening to it as if hearing it for the first time. But, like, was I lying and also wasting everyone's time? Apricots and alley cats, Hannah. Yes, you were lying and also wasting everyone's time and you did the right thing. I guess. I do that, like, when John does this to me, I'm always like, yeah, you've told me that before. Or, or like, yeah, I told you that. <laughs> yeah, I guess it would it would depend, like, how close you are with this person. Yeah. Um, whether you would want to be like, yeah, I totally told you that. Why? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or well, well, when the, or when if the, you just like, want to the... be, like, in the interest of just getting through your life right. with minimal conflict. <laughs> um. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, there was that moment when she was like, this is something that I heard, but I don't remember who I heard it from. Right, yeah. And then that's as soon as you moment, started man. the yeah. thing, you'd be like, oh, that was me. Yeah, I it was, totally. It was yeah, Hannah I told you that you heard that Weird, from. right? Cool. Yeah, because <laughs> then you can have that conversation instead yeah. of you just sitting there being like, we did, did this story. I talked as well. I told you about this. Yeah. I know all about the ship of Theseus. Oh my god. <laughs> so just next time. So just next time. You're, you're, you can, you can, you can break in and say, "Yeah, I'm the one that told you that." Um, I'm the source of all your best facts. <laughs> just, <clears throat> I mean, Hank Green. What? We'll steal all your stories. I will steal all your stories. And tell them back stories. to you like you <laughs> never existed in the first place. Um, Is that true? He's a, he's do a, do that? He's a story amoeba. Do I do that? Do I do that? Um, I don't think you do it intentionally, but. No, we definitely don't do it intentionally. But you do, but you do absorb, absorb yeah. stories into your, well, John does it too. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So, nice. I think it's I think it's pretty natural. You're like, I have a great story. I told this. I yeah. It's yep. just you just want to you know be, be interesting. Thank you and... for always calling me out on my BS. Captain. Oh, it's not. I mean, it's minimal BS. You know. Um, <laughs> but here's a here's a um, here's a better question. Uh-huh. Oh, not that that was a bad question. Um, it's from Adam, and the subject of the email is the mysterious ticking noise. Mm. Adam says, dear Hank and John or Catherine, when I stay over at my friend's house, I always sleep on the couch. There happens to be a clock very nearby that ticks very loudly. The ticking is so disruptive that it renders me unable to sleep while slowly chipping away at my soul. (laughs) What do I do? What do I do? It's not a bridge. It's Adam. Ah. (laughs) What do you do? Um, um, take them uh, batteries out. Take them batteries out. I mean, or if it has be, batteries, like, does it come off the wall? Is it like a? Is it mobile? Take it somewhere else. Yeah. Put it. I. I mean. I mean, unless it's like a grandfather clock. Oh, like when we, have I ever told you the story? Here's another question: Like, why are you sleeping on the couch in your friend's house? What do you mean? Where I don't know. Sleep I, on the floor in your friend's room. I don't know. That's where I always I'd rather be on a couch than the floor. Hmm, I don't know. Um, oh, head. Uh, uh, what they call them? What they call them? Earplugs. Yeah. There you go. You just you just bring earplugs to your friend's house every time, or you just leave a pair there. You put them on that clock because then you'll know where they are. Or like hide them inside the clock somewhere so that everybody who sleeps on the couch can can know that those like yeah. they take the and they're like there's earplugs in the clock. These are the clock earplugs. Um. 
Yeah. Or it's, like it's, earmuffs or something, you know, that so you can. So the thing that, that I like when I'm on tour, sometimes I end up sleeping in rooms with yeah. guys who snore. Right. And noises you cannot avoid. Yeah. And, and if you turn like get an app, like a white noise app, the one I use is called Simply Noise. And you put your earbuds mm-hmm. in your phone and then in your ear and you play white noise directly in your ear, you will not hear it if the world ends. Right into your brain. It just it just turns you right off. And I do this. It's I amazing. Do this fairly regularly. This is a good this is a good trick and it's good for everyone. Everyone should do it. You need to sleep. You need to sleep. It's amazing to me the way that some people are able to sleep because I have had such a pampered life. (laughs) Uh, Did I ever tell you the story of the time that I had uh, my computer in the guest bedroom of my house and I created a screensaver for that computer in which uh, I wouldn't, I'd not like there was a picture of me. This was the screensaver that I made and I knocked on the screen from the inside and it made a knocking noise of like we're knocking on glass. And there was a whole this bunch more. This is a new story to me. To, and I am a little freaked out. There's a whole bunch more to the screensaver, but that was part of it. And it was about a two minute loop. And my, my John's girlfriend came to visit and slept in the guest bedroom. And we turned off the computer monitor, but the speakers were still on. So every two minutes, oh my God. the computer made a noise like someone knocking on the inside of the computer glass. Like- well, it was a CRT monitor. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. like a I can hear it. Yeah. 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 And uh so and and like she slept <laughs> She had a terrible night. The whole like she did not sleep, but she was in that room all night long with that noise happening every 2 minutes. And I was just like, you have to get up yeah. and just pull the plug out of the wall. Well, yeah, yeah or I mean, just like let somebody know or yeah. turn the speaker. Like, you, there's a number of and like, if this is bothering you, it's totally fine as long as you like set the clock back in the morning or you put it in the bathroom and you're like, oh, the clock ticking was bothering me. I took care of it. I am a uh, a person who is more important than the location of a clock. <laughs> yes, it's fine. It's fine <laughs> to be like, can I move this while I sleep here tonight or yeah. whatever. Um, but if you don't want to do that, uh, earplugs. Yeah, or or earbuds. Or your white and, noise. And uh, Simply Noise. Yeah. Sponsor, sponsor this podcast. Spon- this podcast <laughs> sponsored by Simply Noise, the app that is free and has all kinds of different noises. It has white noise. It has brown I noise. It bad has news pink for noise. You. What's wrong? It doesn't work on my phone anymore because <gasps> they... It does what? not work on newer versions of iOS. Oh, well, it works on Google Play. I'll tell you that. I don't know. Uh, there's other I, like, ones. Yeah. So some sort of white noise app. Maybe. I maybe wish this it was Simply Noise. Is going to buy Simply Noise so that we can continue to, to update the software because I imagine they don't make a ton of money off of their like I mean, more the nice thing about it packages. is just it literally is just there's nothing else it was no frills it was yeah. beautiful right it just had like the like you could yep. pick the noise and you could pick the volume yep um a lot of these other ones they got all kinds of choices and things on them and i don't care about that and like night lights anyway um this podcast is also brought to you by a bag box of cereal mm. and quaker oatmeal squares the king of oh, cereals so good this podcast is also brought to you by fitness blades <laughs> Your fitness rollerblades, you can go fast without ever looking even a little bit threatening. <laughs> <laughs> main main come on, advantage. Come on up 
and put on these fitness blades, blades. you will not get a date. (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) You will only get dates from really, really cool people. Mm, Okay. This podcast is also brought to you by a lightsaber, maybe? Uh, (laughs) It could keep you warm. If if you're looking for a tool like that, it's a great tool. Yeah, that cert could serve you some purpose. It could, especially like if you have like a tiny house that you need to take apart because it turned out that was a bad idea. Exactly, perfect. Like, if you need to deconstruct that tiny house real fast, <laughs> lightsaber it up. Vom vom vom. <laughs> All right, and this podcast is additionally brought to you by our actual sponsor, which is. Merchandise for dear Hank and John. We've got new merchandise. I didn't know where you were going. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know that. He's literally brought the T-shirt into the studio as though I could show it to you all. Here we it is. could see it. <laughs> I mean, I can see it. Can you hear it? Yeah, rub it around on that microphone. <laughs> Do the ASMR thing. Do it. Rub it around. <laughs> That, um, that's a real good microphone. So we gotta stop it. We've got a Dear John shirt. Uh, well, if you want to make Hank uncomfortable real quick, <laughs> wearing you get the that. headphones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a. Uh, it's a Dear He's Hank and John. He's literally shirt. holding it up as I though am... you can see it. <laughs> Why? Why is he still doing it? So I can describe it yeah, to describe you. Yeah, describe it. Okay, so the the words Dear Hank and John are on the shirt. It's a black shirt, very nice black shirt, inside of an octagon shape, like a stop sign. Mm -hmm. Um, And all of those things are made out of, one guess, omegles. They are, yeah. Or possibly Um, amazels. Or possibly amazels. Yeah. Uh, Dear Hank and John's first new product. (laughs) Um, It's beautiful. It's uh, primary colors plus green. Mm -hmm. And the shirt is black and... I mean, if you like this podcast, Hank. What? Boy. That was me tearing off the tag because it's got a tear off tag, so you have to deal with the tag. Yeah, that's great. And you, then you never know how to wash it again. Um, I just wash it on teach normal. Teach it, treat it like a t-shirt. <laughs> just wash it on it's normal. It's a t-shirt one. <laughs> Give it a t-shirt wash. Yeah, wash it on American cheese. Um, is that the end of the question? Wow, that makes sense. <laughs> What did I mean? <laughs> the the normal like, setting no, of American normal. cheese? Yeah, because that's what normal cheese is. Regular. Normal, yeah. Regular, Regular cheese. cheese. Are there any other questions we need to answer uh, or should we there, just... There uh, might be a couple. We've also got a sticker. We've, we've got a Deer Hank and John oh, sticker. Oh, yeah, it's on my laptop. There's a beautiful Deer Hank and John sticker um, you need to get. Put that on something. And we have uh, a poster as well, a Secret Snakes poster. This episode of Deer Hank and John is brought to you by Thrive Market. Thrive Market is there to help you maintain the kinds of habits that you want to have. For me, I need to have the right kind of food in the house or I will eat whatever. Oreo recently sent me some free fancy Oreos. They were weird. I ate all of them. I ate all of them in a week and it was a problem. I can't do that. I need to have healthy, good stuff in the house and Thrive Market can help you have healthy habits. It's a great go-to for all your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online and then like just quickly shipped to the doorstep. It's a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with great ingredients and sourcing methods. They got Amy's, Banza, Burt's Bee, Chobani, Honest Kids, Kind, Mike's Hot Honey, Oatly, Olipop, Poppy, Salt. 
I've never heard of salt, but it's got two A's in it, so it has to be good. And as a Thrive Market member, you can save money on every single grocery order. On average, you can save over 30% every time. And they also have a deals page that changes every day. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order, plus a $60 free gift. I enjoyed my $60 free gift. I was surprised by it, and it was the kind of thing I wouldn't have bought. And then now I'm like on the ghee train. They gave me free ghee. And I was like, I don't know what ghee is. But then I was like, oh, this is great. It's like butter, but it's different and more spreadable. <laughs> Go to thrivemarket.com slash dearhank for 30% off your first order plus that free $60 gift. That's thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash dearhank, thrivemarket.com slash dearhank. Oh, there is one more question I need oh, okay. to get to. All right. Um, this question... Uh, comes from Maggie, who asks, Dear Hank and Catherine, how did cave people cut their fingernails? Did <laughs> they even cut them? Oh, no. Or did they just break all the time? Oh, God. Cringing over prehistoric keratin, Maggie. Oh. Agreed, Maggie. <clears throat> Thank you for making me think about this. And now I am giving it to the rest of the pod listeners. <laughs> now all of you have to think about this as well. Mm. Just, I mean, there's nothing better to think about than just your, like your fingernails breaking all the time. I have no idea, and I did not research this, and I wonder mm-hmm. if anyone has thought about it. Yes. But probably. Yeah. So I did a little bit of research okay, on this Okay, great. One, it Hank turns out. comes through. Uh, yeah. So other, for like, like as far as what prehistoric people did, we've got some guesses, but we know 100% what chimpanzees do. Because chimpanzees oh, okay. also All have right. fingernails. Sure, 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 sure. And they chew their fingernails. Chimpanzees chew their own fingernails. That was my they, first thought. Yeah. Was it, that they probably they just trimmed them off with their own yeah. teeth. Because that's what a, teeth and, are good and for. other animals do this too. Like cats will, will chew off their toenail, toenails when they get too long. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they, they, they chew off the sheath. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, so we found nail It's just part of the normal grooming thing. From like the like the Roman times and Egyptian times. Scoozy. Yeah, nail care kits from the Romans. And apparently, like there was a person that you went to, like the same person who would trim your beard and your hair okay, would also yeah, yeah, do yeah. your nails. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the dentist. Yeah, <laughs> probably also a dentist. <laughs> Did you mean to say dentist? Yes. <laughs> because like I feel like yeah. the dentist was also like the person that shaved you right. at a certain point in time. Probably, It yeah. was just like, just this like, was the guy who took care of all the weird yeah. things on your body parts. Just like, you're looking good. Yeah. Uh, Cairo? I don't know. I was coming, trying to come up with a Greek name and I said Cairo. <laughs> nope, that's not. That's not going to do it for you. <laughs> no. Sparta, Augustus. Troy. Oh, oh, a, a name of the man. Yeah, of a person. Oh, looking I good, see. Augustus. Right. Yeah. Augie. Well, that's more of a Roman name, isn't ah, it? Ah, dang it. Wow, he's really failing over there. Looking good, Xerxes. No, that was the Persian guy. <laughs> what are some Greek people? <laughs> Looking good. George Stephanopoulos. Ooh, that's sure, a Greek person. Sure, that's a last name. I was thinking about, you know, like Aristotle. Aristotle. Looking good, Socrates. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you 
you got there. That was good. Um, well, thanks for looking that up for me. Now I don't have to worry about it. Although, yeah. like, I also don't really think about like thinking about right all those chewing fingernail chewings. But when that- people there are like when you do work like manual labor, like 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 manual agriculture, yeah. your nails do break a lot, and yeah. it you don't probably have to chew your fingernails because you're digging in the dirt and yep. you're just carrying heavy things all the time and yeah probably, oh yeah yep, yep. we're both oof. like yeah. we're both like Ain't twiddling enough. our fingernails at the moment Ain't anyway fingernails the way that they are hank is should we get to the news from mars and afc wimbledon we sure should is it time for that yeah great um <laughs> seem so excited as the guest of the pod, I have the pleasure of bringing you the news from AFC Wimbledon. And this is hot <laughs> off the presses from yesterday, November 21st, which is going to be not so new for the rest of you when you hear this uh, next week. Um, <laughs> Sound more excited. Wimbledon <laughs> continued their upturn in fortunes Ooh. with a desperately hard fought goalless draw at Oldham. Are you reading? Yes, I'm reading the, I'm reading the bbc.com <laughs> okay. sport article because they have done the work for me. The Dons had their backs to the wall for almost the entire 90 minutes. Yes, they give you the uh the shots lineup there and it's uh 16 shots from Oldham to Wimbledon's too, so they really were up against the wall. Um Oof. But a determined rear guard action saw them deny their inform hosts. Mm. Uh, thank goodness for the rear guard, because nil-nil draws seems like the best that Wimbledon can hope for at the moment. Um, Lyle Taylor fired over for Wimbledon before home striker Craig Davies found the net with a rebound, only to be ruled offside. <gasps> I know. Uh. Ugh. And... Uh, then Oldham seized control, but a brilliant last-ditch tackle by Wimbledon captain Barry Fuller kept the score sheet blank. So they're hanging in there. I think they're still uh, like one slot out of relegation. <laughs> they're at 19th right now. Yeah. And they have to be in the top 20. Well, so hanging on there with the little fingernails that they probably trim with some clippers or something instead of their teeth. But who knows? Who um, knows? Good who luck. Knows? Maybe, maybe when it feels as as tight as it is right now, they they maybe they are chewing them. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so that's the news from America's favorite third tier English football team. <laughs> This the the Mars news is also uh, mixed. So you heard a couple years ago that uh, there were these recurring uh, dark stripes that would flow seemingly flow down like steep areas of yeah. Mars, and it was liquid uh-huh. water on Mars. May not be liquid water on Mars. Is the new paper that is out. So um, the the main argument that this paper makes is that. These stripes appear at like just at the places and at the the slope angle that um, and mostly on sand dunes where sand is continuously replenished that uh, the sand would fall at and it stops. They stop when the slope angle gets to the place where sand would not fall anymore. Mm, and so, so they think it's they, some sort of dark they think sand. It might just be like a dark sand thing, but the original thought behind it being 
water was twofold. One, there were some of like some of these salts that would significantly lower the freezing point of water so that the water would stay liquid for longer okay. in colder areas. Uh-huh. So the salts were there, which made sense that then the water would be sort of this liquid slushy stuff. Um, and also they were seasonal. So it would only happen in the summertime when it was warmer. Uh, so there'd be liquid sort of seeping out was the idea. When it got warmer, some stuff was melting and the liquid was seeping out. The liquid water was seeping out. Um, right. But the uh, the sort of counter arguments there are that those salts are around. So maybe this isn't the situation. Um, and uh, and it, did, it just happened to be in those places. And then as far as the uh, the seasonality, there is also some seasonality to how dust moves around on Mars. So that could be not water. And there's really no way to tell with the current instruments that we have orbiting Mars Mm. uh, to point uh, those instruments and like be able to tell just by like looking at it what it is. We'd have to either have new instruments that would do something. I don't know how they would do it if you could do spectroscopy from that far away and have it detect water. Mm. Or uh, you got to go right up onto it and be like, hey, what's up? Yeah. And they probably and <clears throat> NASA really doesn't want to do that because they're worried that Curiosity has like Earth microbes on it that they could p- potentially contaminate any. Well, and also Mars it seems like there the the ground there. in that area is probably very quite steep. unstable and yeah. and sandy, steep. So sandy, thirty degree slopes seems yeah. dangerous to send curiosity. your rover there. Yep, good point. So maybe maybe uh, is the twenty twenty rover going to have any like probes that can uh, launch from it? You know, that would be there, interesting. There has been a thought about that, about having basically a quadcopter, like a drone yeah. that would go off of it. But they would mostly be using that to scout. So to see okay, to not, like higher resolution where the rover's going to go rather mm-hmm. than for doing route, science. route planning. Yeah, science on its own. Well, maybe they maybe. can think about having a, a, a science drone instead. Science or, drone. Or in addition. Um, but these are that's what they always do on the Enterprise. They're like, send a probe. Send a probe. We can't get the Enterprise near it. It's too dangerous. <laughs> face. I'm <laughs> sorry nobody else got to see that face. Uh, that was my serious starship captain yep. face and voice. Um, yeah. Uh, but these uh, they're called recurring slope linear, and there are a ton of them now. We found them all over the place. Um which is sort of another reason why we're like, maybe this isn't water because they're everywhere. They found hundreds of them. Right. Um, like hundreds of different locations, not just hundreds of, of slopes. So um, that's the that's the sort of womp womp of the day. It might just be dust. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, seems likely to me. There it is, is a cold, dead planet. There is, to be clear, plenty of water on Mars, just not liquid water. People get very confused by this. And I'm like, no, there's definitely lots of water on Mars. We f- see that all over the place. Well, yeah, we just have the, a different word for it. We call it ice. ice. Yes. Well, I guess when you say we, who do you mean? Because I would Humans. call ice water. Humans. No. <laughs> Scientists refer to all states of water as water. Okay, but there but there are different words for water when it is in different states yes. as well. That, water, water vapor. That humans ice. use. Yeah, we call it steam sometimes. Yeah, I guess we call it steam. Yeah. I mean, it's not yeah, like when you say ice, steam. you're talking about like frozen you might be. That's the thing. That's alcohol. the confusing thing. You yeah, could but be. no one 
normally is doing that. Like if I just have like a block of iron, nope. that's kind of like ice, iron ice. Yeah. Because it's not liquid. That's totally solid. how like normal <laughs> human beings talk and think. <laughs> just say ice. But like there are other ices. I know, but. Especially on other planets. There's are like you doing science ice. communication for lay people? I'm just saying. For the most part, yes. Right, yes. So ice is maybe fine. we should just say ice water. Right. There's lots of ice. Yeah. There's lots of ice on Mars. Water ice. There's also lots of dry ice on Mars. And we have a word for that as well. It's called dry ice. Mm. Water ice. Now I'm confused. It's a BB wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Those are not related accents. I know. I'm sorry. But okay. What are you confused about? Um, no, no, no. Never mind. It's not important. A dry ice and water ice. Right. Well, dry ice is carbon dioxide ice. Oh. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. That's what I needed. Okay. Catherine. Yes, hey. Thank you for potting with me. What did we learn today? Wait, we got to the end already? It happened. Um. What did we learn today? I don't remember. I, I told you about this in the beginning. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we learned that like there's that cereal dust at the bottom of the of the bag, and mm-hmm. and you don't know what happened to it when you're a kid growing up because your mom was just out there like taking care of business because she was so hungry. I just had the thought of like uh, you know like dip like dipping like the dip sugar. Oh good lord! Like fun dip, fun dip. Yeah, yeah. like doing that, like just like licking a popsicle stick, and mom like rolling it around in the. Frosting in the in the frosted mini wheat dust. Yeah, you and being know what like, she probably did. I just want to eat something. She probably like poured it into her like cold, cold cup of coffee and was like, "This'll do." <laughs> Poor mom. Everybody, thank your mom. Um, uh, we also learned that if kid doesn't like dog, then you could keep kid and dog, and that's to be okay. Not everybody in the house has to like each other. Yeah, I mean, this no. is a good lesson for your kid. Yeah. Right. Yes, not, things aren't always perfect. And I'll tell you what, cat does not like baby in our house. <laughs> cat does so, not like baby. So she's, oh, she's learning to live with that. Poor cat. Yep. Sorry, cat. Um, oh, we also learned that, um, you know, the Verizon will get around any sort of sign ordinance by just <laughs> making their building a sign. <laughs> Taking over the creepy little grocery store where they sold stinky cheese. Corporate espionage. That's, That's not, not the right word. No. Whatever. <laughs> uh, but we also learned that lightsabers are extremely effective at deconstructing your tiny house Ooh. once you've decided to move past that lifestyle. Once <laughs> you grow up a little bit. I mean... <laughs> I mean... I... Yeah. Nope. Whatever. Great. Lighthouses. Lighthouses! Lighthouses. <laughs> lighthouses are kind of tiny houses. They just got really big lights on them. Yeah. Well, yes. Lighthouses uh, are are a house for a light, and a light is both tiny oh. and infinite. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, Catherine. Do you want to go make This Week in Ryan's with me for oh, the Patreon? I sure do. If you want to get access to <laughs> This Week in so Ryan's, you need to come on over and join us on uh, the Dear Hank, Dear Hank and John Patreon. For $5 a month, mm-hmm. you can get access to this quality bonus content. Uh, I paid for it, and I probably didn't have to, but I 
You do, really? Yeah, I pay for it. I, I don't really know what the money goes to from the Dear Hank and John Patreon. What it do you do with it? goes to everything. All okay, yeah. Just, it's just funding, helping to fund Complexly Enterprises. So, yeah. you know, you can feel good about it. It's not like John and Hank are like, give me them fives. I'm going to roll around in them. <laughs> nope. No. It's fun to play SciShow and Crash Course and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, come on over. Come on over to the Patreon. Join us at, on uh, This it's Week in Ryan's. Ryan. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to let Hank do that. Uh, yeah, so we're going to do that. Uh, but in the meantime, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you to Nick Jenkins, our editor. Our, uh, this podcast is produced by Rosiana Hals-Rojas and Sheridan Gibson. Our head of community and communications is Victoria Bongiorno. My guest host today has been Catherine Green. The wonderful music you're hearing right now is by the great Gunnarola. And as they say in our hometown, don't, don't forget, forget to be awesome. awesome.